Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Legion of the Live stream, episode 249, here, coming into existence the 15th of February 2020. That's right, clear your pattern buffers, because it is coming to full form. I am Alex Garthon Marsh, with you as always, Brent Hiddendog Grissomo. Hello, everyone. I hope we find you well. Uh, today is going to be a fun day. Uh, Garthon, uh, yeah. are you finally 100% from your illness? No. No? What, no. what are you stuck at? I'm at 90%. But I have a new illness I'm worried about. Oh, that's right. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that. I'm not going to talk want. about it, but you know. Okay. All right. No, it's not syphilis. Stop it. No, I so had that. That's curable. What are you worried about? All right. Great. That's awesome. Moving on from that. You know, crabs uh, actually came from gorillas, people think, originally. I said moving on. Not to another STD, to no STDs. We've got to no STDs. That's our plan here today. Talking about things right. without STDs. Let's talk about heathen dogs, heathen dogma. There you go. Today we're going to do Star Trek Adventures. We'll start off with the introduction. Going to talk about the world they set up for you, how how you can, not how you can play it, but uh, how you fit into it, uh, how you and your game master can figure out what era you want to play, what kind of character, what, you know, what Starfleet really means to you. That's right. And then after that, we'll get on to the system and, and the actual gameplay. STDs in space. Nope. None of that. <laughs> That's Ice Pirates. Different movie. In Ice Pirates. Garthon's yes. comic poll, we're talking Savage Avengers number 10, The Symbiote Spider-Man, colon, Alien Reality number 3, and Black Cat number 9. And then the RNG, we're talking YouTube rabbit holes. Little videos, a little series that Heathen Dog and I have both uh, accidentally gotten pulled into. Yeah, I mean, everyone has it. It's it's the new guilty pleasure for TV. You know, like you you click on a, a YouTube video and you're like, whatever, I just want to waste some time. And then you find yourself watching the entire playlist. Like, what the hell happened? I don't even care. Yep. Why yep. did this happen? So we're going to go through uh, one some of the ones that we've yeah, one each, uh, one each. fallen down. Maybe yeah. a couple. I'll go over one. Okay. But that'll be good because I had something to talk about. Something weird. Maybe you'll like it too. Or maybe you have one you want to talk about, but we'll deal with that later. For information, today's giveaway is unexplored. I think they added uh, the un just so they put the e like a hilt on a sword. I think that's the only I, reason that's no. there. Yep, shield. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's an action roguelike indie. It's very positive. Roguelike means procedurally generated. You don't know what's in front of you, and there's monsters everywhere. Well, a action means you click be. to swing. That sounds more like a tactical thing. I mean, uh, the it kind of looks like a tactical thing, but I, I guess it doesn't have turns. It's action. It's a roguelike. Okay. And right. indie means that it's not Ubisoft or EA or Blizzard Activision. Yeah. It's usually what that means because they suck. Which means that, yeah, which which means it actually might be good. And it's very positive, which means uh, it's good. It's apparently good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it looks good. I watched some videos of it. It looks like a lot of fun. Stream schedule on the main channel. That's Legion Myth. Twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth. Sunday, 9 p.m., Lunar Silver Star Story Complete, where Gartha goes through and is constantly amazed by this game. Partly because, like, wow, that's really cool. Partly, like, why are these people so dumb? <laughs> you are taking Captain Evil with you. Yes, I would love to see the lair of the Dragon of Good. I sure hope you take me there. I want to say hello to him. Oh, sure, why not? You don't seem evil with your glowing red eyes. Not at all. No, it's fine. No, that's all good. Let's actually make some of our Hawkins' favorite games. They used to make some of my favorite games. Now they're evil. It's like they they met they made some good games, then metamorphosized, and now they're 
feeds only on the lives of other human beings and the sadness of children. Diablo Mobile. Jesus. What a, God, what a disaster that was. Oh, did you guys, oh, well, what about the most recent debacles? They got uh, Warcraft 3, which... Oh, yeah, the Reforged. That was just a giant... Yeah, the, the not-as-promised. Yeah. The only thing with that is if all, if all you wanted was Warcraft 3 up you got that. Yeah. Except great. they also they broke multiplayer. Yeah. They, they took out the stuff that most people liked about 3. Right. They yeah. broke the multiplayer. They broke the leaderboard. They broke a whole bunch of stuff and other ways to do it. But if you also were excited about all the stuff they promised with enhanced cutscenes and choice, all stuff, that was none of it. None of it. Actually, uh, as a as a trailer for an enhanced cutscene, they they gave an enhanced cutscene that wasn't in the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, this is in like, the game. Oh, no. no, no, it was just a trailer. It was it's an like, example. It's already made. Why don't you put it in the game? No, nope. no, nope. no. Yeah. So decisions were made. Now, as you can see, uh, for the Seven Days to Die stream, I changed the time this week. We are testing a new time. Instead of 10 a.m. Central, it's going to be 11 a.m. Central. At yes. 8 p.m. on Monday. It's not happening this week. No, no, no. Uh, we are not playing that game anymore because that game sucks. Sauce Mouse tried to tell me. he. I blame him because he was not <laughs> emphatic enough. So he told you it sucked, but not enough. No, no, no. no. He didn't say it sucked. He said, uh, it's a little bit boring. Like, but we're with four boring. people. We're with four people now. How could it be boring? Oh, there it is. Still horrible game. So yeah, we are deciding on a new game. It's going to be a surprise for me. So yeah, uh, surprise game. Activision Interplay pretty much ruled the pre-STO Star Trek video game. Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, Activision used to make some really great stuff. All right. Uh, Wednesday at 11, also seven days to die. Try to try Thursday, 30 p.m., Imperial Black Survival, Garthon, He the Dog, teaming up against everyone else in the universe who are on the server. Uh, so far, we're uh, we're ahead. By a lot. By a lot. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to end. Right now, it just looks like we're just going to take over the planet, declare victory, and that'll be it without oh, yeah, actually yeah. PvP. I know. 11 a.m., seven days to die on Friday. Saturday, 8 p.m. Central, Legion's Weekly live stream. Be there with Garthon, He the Dog for the live stream. Which you could be at right now, because that's what we're talking about. That's good times. And on the news, leads with two. Wednesday and Friday at noon, it is Legend of the Heroes Trails in the Sky. Max Leo still playing with that. Have a good time. Everybody join him. Good times. Good anger. Thursday at 11 a.m. is Portal Nights with Max and Noro. So that's a lot of fun. Everybody should be there for that. Yeah, uh, Baldahar is constantly telling Noro to push him off a cliff. Oh, good. Does she? Half the time. Yes. Brazier says, yes, I'm late. So I just got home for shopping. Oh. Brazier also tells her to push off. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth. Legion with Pride, the primary channel. Anime, comic, game reviews. Heed the Dogs team-ups. Garthon's Retro Games. That's right. Legion with Two is The Douche. The Sex Town with Max Leo's Year of the JRPG. We're playing JRPGs. The North Ride streams. And every thousand bits equals a giveaway. He gives away a game for every thousand bits. It's true. We, we give away a game every day just because, but pff, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Every week. Even though there are they are his games. That's but fair enough. Whatever. And you too, YouTube.com slash Legion Myth is our highlighted segments, recorded game streams, and table talk videos. 
The maximum time level laser has more lens flare and sauciness. That's right. There's more <laughs> cursing there. That's true. And lens flares. It's grittier. More action. A lot more action. Lots more action. They don't need. Doesn't need plot. Nope. Also, half the time Max doesn't need Dora to help him fall into the endless void. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So Twitter at least do it. A lot video live stream announcements, updates, things like that, and Discord is where you can chat with us, be the first to know things, and hang out and be cool. And don't forget to get our gear at shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Impress your friends, intimidate your enemies, and find love in your Legion of Myth gear. Thank you so much, everyone, for our patrons. Gary M., Brian H., Sherish, thanks so much. And top cheers from Zahn on Twitch. Thank you so much, Zahn. Jamie Jens, Zahn Slayer, and guest subscribers from Zahn. Thank you so much. We really do appreciate it, guys. Your contributions help keep us going. Yes, yes, thank you. Review system, half star. Absolutely god-awful. Don't, don't be any part don't of that. If you are part of it, don't don't let us know. We don't want to think less of you. Yay, Zon! Yay, Zon! Thank you. Thanks, Zon. Appreciate it. <laughs> Zon is the best. And five stars. Extraordinary. Zon level. The best. Yes. Disclaimer. Full screen. Oh, there it is. I can't read it because it's... All right, thank you. The opinions and commentary expressed in this episode belong solely to the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While you make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, this content is not targeted towards children under the age of 13 and may include the occasional use of foul or offensive language. Taxation is theft. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. Contract I think, we already, I, I think we already hit that with the STDs in the beginning. I think. Did we? I think that ship sailed, yeah. All right, fair enough. I actually learned that there's a... Uh, I learned from a certain YouTube series that they're actually in uh, pre-colonial America dogs. This one dog had this form of cancer. It must have been on his wingding. And Oof. But the weird thing is that dog's DNA still exists in like 80% of the dogs in the world. Through this, the cancerous cells that he yeah, put yeah. into another dog. It didn't give the other dog cancer. Those cells just started hanging out. It, whatever dog's woohoo and somehow over the hundreds of years it spread to almost every dog wow so this dog's dna it's distinct dna they could finally say that oh that's the cancer from that other dog it's completely parasitic but not enough to kill any other animals so it just kind of sits there <laughs> but it this dog's cells are still alive in all these other dogs there is there is another another story about the human cancer cells because uh, cancer cells don't don't uh, right. There's actually uh, a, a woman cancer cells. Yeah, they're still alive in a lab. Yeah, yeah, still alive in a lab somewhere. It's been like eighty years. Yep, yep. As long as you and keep feeding them, they keep, keep culturing. Yeah, they just keep culturing them and then testing, testing, testing. Yep. It's kind of weird. Yep, that's how it is. The heck was that? I'm muting because my son is uh, using an ice machine very loudly. I so, hear that. Yeah. Well, I don't know of any quiet ice machines. <gasps> World's greatest invention. The quiet ice machine. The quiet ice machine. So you're going to invent. <laughs> All right. It's a benign mishap. Ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's do this. All right. <laughs>
on his five-year mission to seek out new life and new civilizations, and to find intelligent life in the universe, he is constantly disappointed. He the dogs, tabletop fundamentals. <laughs> Thank you very much, Garth. I hope we find you well. Today is the first day of looking at Star Trek Adventures. Now, I had a, I had a little problem in the beginning, the whole 2D20 system. If you haven't played it before, wrapping your head around it can be a little tough. I'm not going to talk about that today, but I am going to get to that. So if you if you want to check that out, then later on, then you're going to want to subscribe to uh, to the YouTube channel, and uh, you go ahead and you'll get a notification. You hit the notification bell, and you'll see when that comes out. It's like I don't think I want to play 2D20. Well, that's fine. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. And of course, like and comment. It's all good. The algorithm loves it. I love it. You love it. That's right. That's right. All right. Let's talk about the particulars of this book. Publisher is Modifius Entertainment. Came out in 2017. The senior system designer is Nathan Dowdle. This is a uh, this is a, a UK based uh, company, I believe. Uh, you can get it at Drive Through RPG for the hardcover and PDF for sixty one dollars and eighty seven cents. Or you can go to eBay, just get the hardcover for forty four seventy five. Or this is this is my recommendation. You can go to Amazon, get the hardcover for thirty seven eighty six, and then go to Drive Through RPG and get the PDF for nineteen ninety nine, and you'll still be saving money on the Drive Through RPG bundle. Not a lot, but some, but some. Maybe I did the math wrong. Maybe it's better to get the bundle. But if you're just looking for the book, yeah. Amazon's your way to go. If you're just looking for the PDF, Drive Through RPG is your way to go. Let's. Move on from that. All right. Now, here's the introduction. We're going to step into Starfleet here, okay? You are in Starfleet. You're either an officer or you're enlisted. Don't know. All right? We're going to talk about that. And But you get to choose your era. Enterprise, original series, TNG, uh, movies, whatever. We get to choose that. And then I'm going to talk about the the physical things you need to play this game. And then are you where are you, where are you located? Are you on a ship? Starbase? Are you trapped in interstellar space? I don't know. Maybe. But can I be a Romulan, you ask? Can I be a Klingon? Can I be a Tholian? I'm going to answer those questions, too. But first, let's get to the big picture. Okay. Like I said, you can meet Officer Enlisted. From Captain to Crewman. Or you can actually be the Captain in this game. One person can be the Captain. I do not recommend this. I do not recommend it. It's bad for a group dynamic. I recommend the highest ranking officer in, in your campaign should be the second officer. The third in command. That should be the highest level of, of player character. Should be because after that, you get higher than that, you start losing cohesion with the group. You're no longer a band of brothers. You're this guy is this guy's the guy in charge and his his way is law all the time. And that's the way it is. Stay away from that. In other groups that uh, I've seen this dynamic happen, it's always gone into anarchy. Don't even do it. And definitely you do not want to be Yeoman What's-Her-Legs that, that, uh, that uh, Kirk had come on every once that in a while. That would be Yeoman Rand. Whatever. They're, they're, I, don't, I don't know. But all, all she was there for is to, is to look pretty. You, you could be the Yeoman if you wanted to, I guess. You've obviously missed a lot of the subtext of Yeoman Rand. <laughs> subtext of Yeoman Rand. Okay. Well, you go ahead. But, and write, but write I will say, sixty percent. Yeah, she was there to look pretty. Yeah. Now the Federation as a whole. Let's talk about that. 
because the Federation is a futuristic utopia where everyone's needs, everyone's physical needs are met. And a citizen's driving goal is to better themselves and to better the Federation as a whole. Now, you being in Starfleet, you have dual duty, okay? Your duty is to protect the Federation from threats both inside and outside its borders and to expand the horizons of knowledge, which is expand the Federation. That's basically what they do. That's, that's the Federation. Now, if you haven't watched the TV show, then watch the TV show because doing that will tell you everything you need to know about the world you're going to be thrust into. Seriously, it does a better job than anyone could in any YouTube video or any, any Twitch stream. All right. Uh, it tells you all about how, how admirals are always evil. It tells you all about the prime directive, the ins and outs. It tells you all about the nuances of life on a starship or a starbase. tells you all of that. Now, the reason you're going to want that is because you're going to want to choose your era of play, which is the next slide. Uh, the game's default star date is 48000 and 48999. This comes to uh, uh, the year that Star Trek Generations, the movie, took place where Kirk finally really, really died, like super died. Not a very strong movie. I don't recommend it. It's also the year the USS Defiant was assigned to DS9 and the year the USS Voyager was commissioned. Later on in that year, they went to the Badlands and got booted uh, to another quadrant. Now, you can play the different eras, but this era was chosen because it is rife with, uh, with really good story fodder. All right, you got the upcoming Dominion War, which the entire Federation is into. Uh, the, before the war, there was the Changeling threat. You could have a whole storylines about that. Uh, Romulan's got squirrely again. You know, all kinds of good stuff that you can do. But if you want to play in a different era, it allows you to play in a different era. The book helps a little bit. All right. It, uh, if there is a technology that does not exist in certain eras, it will have a footnote next to it. Like this only exists in TNG and TOS. This does not exist in Enterprise era. Stuff like that. All right. It'll tell you. And any ships, it'll, it'll tell you what era they were first they were first able to be procured in. What you really should do if you want to play a different era than the book gives, which is, I believe, 2317, the year is you, uh, they have supplemental books. They have supplemental books that you can get that help you out with uh, um, story ideas, actually pre-written stories for these eras of play that will immensely help you build your world uh, with with all of the questions already answered for you. Like, is this really here? Uh, do, the, do the Romulans have warp drive yet? Stuff like that, all right? And well, maybe you're thinking, what about Star Trek Online? Star Trek Online is way in the future you know it's after picard even you know it's 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 super super in the future how about can i do that well sure you can do that if you've played star trek online and you know about it then you can make your own ships it's not that hard you can use the ships that exist in this book as a template and you can actually open up new races stuff like that because the federation is bigger and stronger and uncut in, in uh, star trek online so you know, you can actually play a Romulan or a Klingon and, and, you know, in the Federation. That'd be great. You know, sure, you can do that. But I'm going to tell you, it's a, it doesn't come plug and play for different eras of play. It gives you the ability to do so, but not all of the tools you're going to need. All right. Speaking of tools you need, what do you need to play is our next slide. Now, you only need two kinds of dice. You need a D20 and a D6. Only you need lots and lots of them. I like right. the three colors of their D20s, I got to say. That, 
these are these are their specialized d20s the specialized d20s and, and d6s you can buy from modifius entertainment uh regular dice will work but you know one and two is this three and four <laughs> yeah. is this five and six is this you know whatever you know you, you can use regular dice you don't have to buy their dice but their dice are neat okay and you need the core rule book is all you need to play if you want to play a different era like i said you just have to make you know you just have to do the math and do the work and this book will fit it in there and obviously a pencil and paper because you're going to have to record and re-record things and token see there there are several dynamics in this game that require some kind of token uh you, they here they use blue and red discs and uh i'll talk about that more in depth when we get into the system of play but uh momentum and threat uh, they actually add to to the dice pool of people at the table. Threat being for enemies, or momentum being for your allies. But you have to keep track of this. You can keep track of it with a piece of paper and a pencil like we have eight momentum, or now we have seven momentum, or whatever. You can do that. It's just during playtesting, play they found it easier if people had physical tokens they could look at Makes on the sense. table. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it. And like I said, you can use anything. Use coins, you can use poker chips, whatever. Doesn't matter. Just as long as... Uh, the momentum tokens are one kind of thing and the threat tokens are another kind of thing because they can they're not they're not inter, interchangeable and of course you need a knowledgeable game master like i said a game master who has played the 2d20 system before because not a lot of people it's 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 not ubiquitous not a lot of people have played the 2d20 system so you're going to need someone who who is a bit of a veteran or at least experienced that's what you need to play now um, let's talk about the backdrop of the story which is next the backdrop is where your game takes place does it take place on a starship if so is it an exploration ship is it a rescue vessel is it uh is it a border patrol type thing do you do you respond to threats or do you respond to hazards or do you respond to aid whatever this is going to be the backdrop for your story all right or you are you starbase personnel are you are you say at Earth base, Star Base One, or are you DS9 type, a frontier base, or are you uh, a uh, an exploration hub like this is the edge of Starfleet space or a Federation space, and all the exploration vessels come to and from this place to get refueled and to check in again, maybe uh, and you know, if you make a good story, that could be awesome fun. Are you based on a planet? Are you at Starfleet Command? which is really dangerous because that's where all the admirals are super dangerous there or are you on a diplomatic mission on uh, say romulus or the klingon homeworld or andoria or vulcan whatever your your mission is diplomatic so you're you're part of a diplomatic envoy could be or maybe you're on a colony is this some kind of mining colony a, di a dilithium mining installation is it a science installation are you examining a planet's atmosphere or plant life or new newfound whatever or or are you a listening post a first warning installation to an oncoming threat say at the romulan dmz or the klingon border or whatever you know this backdrop is going to affect how your game plays out and what kind of scenario you are going to be in all right, now, speaking of the scenario you're going to be in, let's, let's talk about your race or species, okay? Number one, you are Federation. You cannot be a Romulan. You cannot be a Klingon because you're you're not Worf. Only Worf was in there at, the, at this time frame. That's it. And there's no Tholians because Tholians are super too weird 
to be in Federation. And, and generally opposed to the Federation at all means. Yeah, yeah, pretty much that. I mean, oh, no, I, I play a crazy Tholi, and he's insane. He took brain damage like Goku, and now he's a nice guy. My, no, sorry. My Tholi is actually good. His name is uh, Drizok Duergok. And, yeah, uh, everyone calls him Rick. He has a uh, a crystal panther with him. He's really cool. Boom. It's awesome. <laughs> no, man, sorry. Only Federation races allowed. Now, this is era dependent. If you're in the original series, you're going to have no Betazoids. They haven't, they're not, they're not part of the Federation yet. If you're on the Enterprise timeline with, you know, an X01, then uh, there's no Trill because they're, they didn't, they weren't, they, didn't there come, yet. they weren't there yet. And, but TNG onward, you can be any race in this core rule book, but Federation only, except they give an exception to Bajorans. In, in the TNG era and onward, you can be Bajoran, even though they're not technically part of the Federation. They're 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 a federation protectorate, right? I guess. So yeah, there's that. Barha says in Canada, there's a Tholian embassy on DS9. Yeah, it's an embassy. It's an embassy, right? It's different, you know. That and but there are no federation diplomatic embassies in Tholian space because they have to live in temperatures of like 500 Kelvin or some of the nonsense like that. You know, Tholian's so only partially hard to measure most of the time. Yeah, it's hard to give a good, hard to do. Uh, yeah, it's really hard that way. to get along. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard to do that. So that is uh, what you should expect play-wise. The, the world you're dropped into, that's it. Now, we've done this. Now, next time, I'm going to go over the rules and system of play, the 2D20 system. If you haven't played this before and you don't know about it, check out my next installment because it's going to be, a lot of it is going to be explaining the 2D20 system in general and then explaining how it pertains to, uh, to Star Trek Adventures in particular. And then we will go over combat and movement. And uh, uh, I, I, spoiler, I like what they did with ship combat. They made ship combat and ground combat basically the same. So you don't have to learn two different combat systems. Very cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. And then after that, we're going to get into character generation. We're going to make our own character. We're going to choose our era. We're going to choose our race. We're going to choose the, the traits we get for that race and the, and the traits we get just for personal. We're going to pick our job and where we're posted, skills and abilities, and we're going to make ourselves a Starfleet officer. That's right. Sounds good. That's all next time. Now, your thoughts. What do you think of this tabletop RPG summit? What are your thoughts on only being able to play Federation or Starfleet personnel? I mean, some people, I, I know Max Liao is in love with Romulans. He would love to play a Romulan, I'm sure, but you just this game does not allow it. Does not allow it. What do you think about that? And uh, is there a tabletop RPG you want me to go over after this one? I want to know about it and I'll do it. And if you like this video and you want more, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe because the algorithm loves that. And then we can put this in more people's faces and more people can agree with me because that's what I really do this for, for the agreeing people. And of course, we'd like you to subscribe to Legion of Myth, Anime Comics, and Games. You can check us out on Discord and on Twitter to get the haps and uh yeah that's it and remember be a legionnaire that's right yay let's start the giveaway boom there it is the giveaway that's right the giveaway has begun now let's uh, let me take this opportunity to go over some chat because 
I saw the chat going, going, and going, but I couldn't. Okay, let's see here. Uh, going back. Don't be sucked into. That's right. Don't be sucked into the TOS era. Eh, it has its it has its bonuses, has its minuses. I like it fine. Uh, also, in ST five, one of the yeomen is Melanie Shatner. Yes, William Shatner's daughter. Well, then he's probably the only one that William Shatner didn't try and have sex with. <laughs> I'm absolutely certain that he hit on every single hot girl on that set. I'm absolutely certain. The actor. Yeah, yeah. I, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. This, 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 this was 70s. This was 60s and 70s Hollywood. It didn't matter. Oh no, I'm talking about the TOS when he was the original series. He was yeah in TOS. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek Command is the best place to find brain parasites. Absolutely. It's uh, admirals. Best place to find admirals. And so it's the best best place to find evil schemes. I was still oh. muted. You were muted the entire time? Holy no, shit. no, not the whole time. Just the very end. Okay. Uh, Tholians are only partially in our dimension. Yeah, that's true. It's really hard to have a, a really good back and forth discussion with someone who is uh, only half listening to you. That's very true. Uh, or who is Tholian muted at the time. Or he's muted, yeah. Uh, Mirror Flocks tortured a captured Tholian by making the room cold. That's no, no, not even cold. Making the room Florida was torture for a Tholian. <laughs> Make Jagoro, you can go to hell, Duncan. I hope, I hope, I, I hope you get syphilis. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't hope you get syphilis. It's curable, but you know, it's culturally bad. At least NPC since oh oh and another spoiler when I go into the system is uh you also get to play a supporting character in the game they they have it built in that your character isn't going to be on every away mission so when you make a character you also make a supporting character someone with with less options and less stuff but he's he's the red shirt you 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 could play the red shirt on the away mission and die it's funny. You know, you could do that if you wanted to, because you're not going to be on every way. Oh, so like your main character is like the science nerd who's or who's up there in the botany area. Yeah. Meanwhile, and you also play redshirt for the away missions. Exactly right. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be in every scene, right? So you, you get to play a supporting character sometimes. You could make Pim. Yeah. Can't make a Gorn. No Gorn in Starfleet. Nope. Yeah, no Gorn in Starfleet either. There it is. Can't make a Gorn. You know, we're talking a lot about STD today, and I don't mean Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> that's true <laughs> I remember he, he, he brought up a dirty word remember exclamation point unexplored to join everyone there it is. you don't have to be a you don't have to be a subscriber just a follower that's all you need yep. you can win this Follow amazing game alright win the game let's do Garthas comic pull Yes, Garthon's comic pull. What do we got this week, Garthon? Oh, Garthon, I'm glad you asked. This week on Garthon's comic pull, we're going to talk about Savage Avengers 10, about the most savage of Avengers, Doctor Doom and such. Let's find out what happens here. All right, written by Gary Duggan, art by Patch Zercher, colors by Java Tartaglia. Maybe it's Yava. I don't know. Publication Java date, probably. 12th of February, 2020. So this has been a weird series. Uh, as you can tell by the cover, Conan, Doctor Strange, and Doctor Doom are fighting Kuth Gallen. Uh, so uh, 
Yeah, it's crazy. Wait, if I remember correctly from Kalinka. the last episode, uh, didn't didn't Doctor Strange get Doom Armor or something like that? Yes. Yeah. Doctor Doom got buried under a bunch of rocks, and he looked like he was calling like for an orbital airstrike to like nuke the place, but it turned out he's actually calling like backup Doctor Doom armor, which he actually summoned to rescue Doctor Strange, administer healings, drugs, and all the other good stuff, and mm -hmm. and also give him like super awesome power armor, which he's wearing as he fights Cooling yeah. Gath. That's the name, Cooling Gath. Um, so in this issue. They continue to fight Cooling Gath to stop him from taking over this dimension. It's actually a pretty neat fight scene, how they kind of get around things. Um, Doctor Strange, you know, starts... You can show using some of his skills, just like... Does this... Like, starts asking the armor questions. Are you equipped with pin particles? Yes, I have one charge. So it's like, okay, I'm going to write some new code. He's like, oh, I didn't know Doctor Strange knew how to write code. But apparently mm -hmm. he did. And he's up shrinking the rocks, holding in Conan. To free him from the prison. And they're like, okay. Then they... Dr. Doom, like, busts his way out of the rocks with with his own, you know, awesome Dr. Doom armor. They start going to Coolant Gath, who's gone all... What's the name of the guy from The Mummy? The It goes all Imhotep on him. Mm. And... But they find Brother Voodoo, who they've looked for because they think he's dead, and he's in a big sarcophagus. Which Doctor Doom pops open, and inside is the body of Brother Voodoo, who's being chewed upon by a Shumagorath, which is like think a massive tentacles with a giant eyeball. Hmm. If you played Marvel vs. Capcom, he's the big green guy, Shumagorath. That's where most people know him from. Unless he's sleep by cool again, that'd be cool. So they get him. They figure out, oh crap, they're killing him, and. So Dr. Strange's like, okay, I have to perform surgery and remove this this uh, this Shoggoth from our buddy here, Brother Voodoo. Uh, Dr. Doom, you and Conan take care of that guy. Hold him off. Hold him off. Well, I can, well, this is delicate. This will hurt both of them. And Conan's like, what do you mean both of them? Well, the, you know, it'll hurt the green guy and, you know, our Brother Voodoo. And eventually Conan's like, screw that. We need our friend Freed, huh? Just starts grabbing the... Green shot green. starts punching the crap out of it. <laughs> That's how you do it. And tears it off the guy's face. That's how it's done. And then throws it at Kula Gath. It's like, well, that's uh, that'll do it. I like that. Screw this. Codan uh, is eventually uh, through the fight. They fit. Um, Brother Brute is still on the edge of death. So. Doctor Strange casts a spell, which basically takes him to the Voodoo realm, where he ends up speaking with uh, the the god there. I forget his name, but basically, think the big evil spooky Voodoo god mm -hmm. in the swamp. And he's like, "Hey, I've come here to make a bargain." He's like, "What do you mean bargain?" It's like I I try to free our friend Brother Voodoo and bring him back to life. He's not quite dead. He's just mostly dead. So the priest will release his soul and go. He's like, "You know, I." Grim here is one of my favorites. He's kind of a knucklehead, but I think I'll hold on to him until he makes the deal. And Strange is like, uh, okay. Meanwhile, Brother Voodoo's spirit appears like, Stephen, if I don't make it back in time, Kulagath is trying to summon and consume Shumagorath. But Stephen, whatever you do, make sure to. And then that's oh. when, uh, when uh, their god goes, uh, uh, 
uh, Kalfu basically says, oh, okay, now be gone, sorcerer. And Pup makes him leave before he can figure it out. It's like, wait, the strange is like, wait, be sure to not, be sure to not what? That's, that's a huge D-bag move, by the way. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and of course, you know, Kalfu did it on purpose because that's how voodoo yeah, gods yeah. are. They're yeah. like, I give you a little, you want the rest. It's, it's a deal time. Mm-hmm. Which makes me once again appreciate just how good Dr. Facilier was in the Disney movie uh, Prince of the Frog. Frog Princess, whatever it was. But Dr. Facilier, best part of that film. Just, oh my gosh, Keith David was the villain. He was so freaking good. Anyway, after which, Conan and Doom are still fighting. Cooling Gath's not going great. Dr. Strange has the great idea. Not Dr. Uh, Strange has the great idea of, of telling the Doom Arbor to go off of him and onto Cooling Gath. But in, and as soon as it goes on to him, he says, okay, cease all movement. Turn off all motor systems. So basically, the armor goes around him. It's like, and like ah, I can't move. And he's like, whatever. I'll just burn my way out of it. While he's doing that, Conan grabs the cursed amulet that started this whole problem, and uh, which will kill you, by the way, and slaps it around Cooling Gath's neck. Which makes him scream, and it makes his head explode off. Well, makes his head, like, get cut from his body. Oh, I thought and, he went full scanners. No, almost. But as the head falls off, he's like, you've only slowed me, Cooling Gath. Will return. I will see to it. Ah. <laughs> that reminds me of Ghostbusters too. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so he dies, and then like the big pyramid and city he made appear in the middle of the desert disappears. <laughs> Doctor Doom, Doctor Strange, and Conan are standing there in the middle of the desert. And Conan's like, "Ah, we have done it. We have defeated the sorcerer. Now we must walk because you don't want to stay still during the sunlight in the desert." We'll go to the nearest town and we'll drink to our victory. And Dr. Doom kind of looks at, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I gotta get this right. Strange looks over at Doom and says, uh, so where'd you find this man, Victor? And he's like, in the jungles of Brazil. Hmm. Any objection? None. And they both, and while Conan's like, come, we should walk quickly for the sun is hot and burns our feet. And they both pointed him and cast a teleportation spell, putting him right back where they found him in the jungles of Brazil. Which, of course, Conan starts cursing filthy wizards and how he will kill them the next time he sees them. Because he's Conan, he hate, and he knew, he knew he'd never get involved with wizards. Yep. Which is honestly a, a fun scene, you know. At which point, Doctor Doom and Doctor Strange both teleport to the Sanctum Sanctorum, where they kind of lay down exhausted on the floor after nearly being killed twice. And they, uh, Strange says, I don't know if we can actually stop Cooling Gath. Doom responds, perhaps with Mephisto? Strange says, I hope we don't have to go down that path. And that's where it ends. Well, Mephisto's better than a voodoo god. I don't know. Voodoo gods are tempting, but they're not really, well, they're evil. Mephisto's just pure evil, though. Yeah. At least he's honest. Exactly. I don't trust that voodoo guy. You could bargain with the voodoo people. Yeah, but... But, I mean, they're going to make sure that they are in their favor. I mean, they're not good. But it was an interesting book. Most of all, I liked the art. The art worked really well for the drama they were showing, for the crazy stuff going on, the weird spells. Uh, People getting cut up, heads getting chopped off. Evil sorcerers, swords and magic in an Avengers book. It was great stuff. Doctor Doom not being treated like an idiot. I like that. 
Can't wait, allies with the tentacle horse. Why not? Give it a shot. Give it a shot. See how that works for you. Um, so this was a fun book. I really liked the art. I liked the colors. I liked it with pacing. And most of all, it was a fun book to read. It got the story across. It has some laugh moments, has some drama moments. Great book. Really enjoyed it. I would recommend it to other people. Uh, I'm going to give it four stars. Gold medal. Four stars. For Savage Avengers. Number 10. Oh, I don't hear it playing. Oh, no. It's because oh, no. Baldahar didn't do it. Yeah, he did. He says, especially four stars from Baldahar. Oh, oh, I see it. You're right. Oh, his powers are gone. Oh, right. oh I blame you, the dog. Four stars, four stars, four stars, four stars, four stars. All right, I did it for him. There you go. <laughs> so, yes, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that. I enjoyed it. It's a good book. Savage Avengers has been surprisingly good. Now, what are your thoughts? What did you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on Savage Avengers number 10? Do you like the regular Avengers better? You shouldn't. Is there a comic book series you would like me to review? Please let me know. If you like any of these reviews, be sure to like or share this video with your comic book friends. It really helps the channel and, dare I say, the universe. Subscribe to Legionmyth for anime comic game reviews. Thank you, everyone. Be a Legionnaire. Yes, Garthon's comic pull. I sang it that time. That makes it better. It does. <laughs> Today we're talking Symbiote Spider-Man Alien Reality number 30. That zero it wasn't though? there earlier. It's number three. <laughs> number three. All right. Something weird happened there. Written by Peter David. Pencils by Greg Land. Inks by Jay. Listen. Publication date 12 February 2020. So, is this a good book? I'll say yes. The art's really strong. Uh, Greg Land is a great artist. A little stiff, you could say, at times. Like, everything is kind of like posed mannequins sometimes. But, great art. Nice setting. Nice pacing. Colors are strong. They pop very well. I love the guy that we can set a scene sometimes. The uh, general story in this issue is... He's in a different reality. He has a Spider-Man with a symbiote suit. Is in another reality. So it kind of happens in the past. In another reality. Um, he's woken up to this new reality. Where Hobgoblin is the Sorcerer Supreme. Uh, Natasha Romanoff, the Black Widow, is actually the Black Cat in this universe. And they're going out. And Stephen Strange has been deposed as Sorcerer Supreme. And they're currently running away. To where Hobgoblin Sorcerer Supreme can't find and kill them. Uh, they teleport into, as Hobgoblin rages uh, at Wong, that he can't find them. Uh, so it's Stranger Spider-Man. And they've teleported to Kamartage, which is where mm. Doctor Strange was first taught magic. Mm -hmm. There's no detection magic that works there. As soon as they appear there, they get attacked by Morbius, the living vampire. How do you get there? He lives there. Oh. I don't know why, but he lives there. They don't explain mm -hmm. that part. But he's mm -hmm. there, and he's thirsty, and he wants blood. And, and Spider-Man says, I'm using my blood. Uh, but uh, there's a very brief fight, and they just run like hell, because Morbius is very strong, and they're pretty beat up mm -hmm. at this point. So they manage to evade him just long enough to get in where he cannot get into the building, because it's magically warded. Afterwards... 
Doctor Strange says, okay, my magic's super weak, but I got this teleport ring, so I can still teleport places. But I can teach you magic. And Spider's like, oh, okay, that's gonna be rough. We don't got a lot of time. Doctor says, okay, I'm only gonna, we're only gonna take a year. I'm only gonna teach you defensive magic. And Spider's like, whoa, 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 we don't got a year. We don't got a year. That's a long... He's like, no, no, time flows differently here. A year here is like a week out there. Maybe a week and a half. Hmm. So I was like, all right. So there's no quick montage for... Tra- there. Well, the montage comes later. That night when everyone goes to bed, you see Spider-Man out there in the snow killing Morbius. Like, to the point where Morbius is like, you, you monster, what are you doing? And he makes a response. And Doctor Strange actually teleports Morbius away before Spider-Man can kill him. To which Strange looks and says, Peter's still asleep, isn't he? I knew something was wrong. Oh, that's the symbiote. Yeah, the symbiote's in control. It's like, yeah, I knew something was up with that. Tell you what, I'll forget what I saw here. I would even tell Peter what you're doing. But if we have any hope of winning, he needs rest. And you could just leave if you felt like it anytime he goes to sleep. I need you to stay. I need Peter to stay. He needs to learn how to do this stuff or we're all doomed. And tell you what, you let that happen. You let him rest. You let him stay. I don't care what you learn while you're here. I'm only teaching him defensive magic. I don't care what you do with that. But I need him to do this. I don't care what your agenda is. And I would even tell him you're there, all right? If you just come back inside. And see, see kind of look, kind of look, tilts his head, then follow Doc Strange back inside. It's like, oh, that's kind of evil. You kind of... Oh, it, this whole series it's necessary. You've been, yeah, this whole series you've been waiting for the other shoe to drop on the symbiote showing up and being evil. And you're finally seeing some of that. Uh, but after that, you, your training montage of, you know, him, like, wearing the cape and, you know, you're the best around! As he starts making shields and, you know, flying around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hopeful scenes of uh, Red Cat, you know, you know, be amazed at his magic powers. And apparently they're st- <laughs> they are uh, having some pretty intimate moments as well. They're pretty they're pretty nice. close. Um, nice. I guess he figures, well, I'm in the alternate reality. That's my girlfriend now. So I guess, you know, I should. Hey, when in Rome, right? That's right. Right in Rome. Roxas Trace denied Ross steak to a hungry dog. Pretty dangled Ross Drake from a hungry dog. Yes, pretty much. It's like, you want more power? I'll teach you magic, symbiote boy. Only defensive magic, though. Basically tells Peter Parker, like, I only teach you defensive stuff. Because that's what you learn first anyway when you're learning magic. And mm. offensively, when we're fighting Hobgoblin, you could just you have your webs and your super strength and your super agility. You don't need offensive magic. You just need to be able to stop his spells from killing you. Fair. Yeah, I thought so. I thought oh, that makes excellent sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, he goes through his training montage. He learns all the stuff. And it's like two weeks later, he... They're at the. They're stalking the Santum Sanctorum. <laughs> He's transpiring into Mabel. When they go in there, they're like, Strange says, like, okay. The traffic pattern's all wrong here. I haven't seen Hobgoblin. Something isn't right here. We need to call call this off. As far as like, no, I've trained for a year for this. I want need to. We need to end this. This is not. No, no. And he just charges it anyway. And Doctor is like, no, it's a bad. Roy yeah. Red Cat is like, that's oh, not a good idea. But he just barges in, 
and busts some stuff up, runs through, goes to Inner Sanctum, and he finds Hobgoblin. Oh, wait, when they get to the door, they're told, oh, the Sorcerer's Supreme isn't in at the moment. Like, whatever, and they bust through, go in, and they find Hobgoblin, but he's not wearing the robes or the cape or anything. He's just, like, what? why are you doing here? I knew you'd show up sooner or later. I still have enough power to deal with you. And Spidey, you know, beats the crap at a hobgoblin. And then goes, wait, wait, you're not Sorcerer Supreme anymore? As they find out, as he finally, like, looks long enough, like, wait, you don't have the Eye of Amagato, you're not the Sorcerer Supreme anymore. Oh. Is it, is it finally the time of Wong? No, Wong got turned into, uh, you see that page on the left? Oh. Oh, not the monkey. Yeah, Wong got turned to a monkey oh. for angering the Sorcerer Supreme, who at the time was Hobgoblin. That's cold, man. Yep. So using his magic, they beat up Hobgoblin. Then they figure out, wait, maybe this was a bad idea. And that's when Baron Mordo jumps Ooh, in. That's not good. Who is now Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> that's not great. And he, because Spider puts up his shields like, oh, wow, that's kind of cute. And just busts right through it. Um, Redcast like don't I'll hold him off and she of course just uh, blasts her away Doc Strange shows up and he points at him he's like Mordo you will give up it's like oh please please you could even hurt me when you, you could barely hurt when you were Sorcerer Supreme now you have nothing you have no power he's like tell you what I give you one shot right here in the chin one shot and then Doctor Strange pulls out a can of mace sprays it right in his face <laughs> He's like, ah, you arrogant son of a bitch. <laughs> That's a good one. It is. I liked it. Puts his, Strange puts his hand in the eye of Amagato, figures out what the hell's going on real quick. Where I was like, get out of my head. Blast it back, and he teleports him and Spider-Man away. Wait, what about what about the red cat? Ah, she was too far away for him to grab. Uh-oh. Well, and then Mordo turns to red cat and says, you, you idiot. You helped them. And she's like, oh, shut up and listen to me, you moron. I have to do everything around here. Dun, dun, dun. She's a plant. She's no. in charge of the bad guys. Oh, my God. If she's calling right, Mordo the idiot, she's in charge. I didn't see that coming. I didn't, I didn't see, that, see coming that coming either, coming. honestly. Nope. Should have expected, though. Black Cat turns on Spider-Man all the time. Mm. And Black Widow is still a Russian spy. Yeah, yeah. Always she, remember. She got roots. She got the roots of a traitor. Always remember, Russian spy. You should look up Black uh, Black Widow's original costume if you want to see some 1960s awesomeness. Oh my god, you need to look that up. I'm god. not kidding. Heathen dog, do it right now. All right. Look up Black No Black Widow. Black Widow's original yeah, not, yeah. 1960s costume. You need to look at that. Beehive hairdo. Images. Oh, this. Oh, my goodness. Fishnet stockings. Yeah, yeah. Blue, dark blue fishnet stockings. Fishnet yep. top. Beeh beehive uh, hairdo. Beehive hairdo. A cape. She a got cape, a cape. A cape. Yeah. Giant. With the. With the yeah. And don't forget, thing. giant yeah. ball earrings with a B and a W. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she got the mask yeah, that the goes mask way out. Yeah, the mask goes way out. Yep, yep. Yeah. Wow. That is impressive. Yeah. Oh, Buffon. Ray says it's a Buffon. That's Buffon. correct. That's a Buffon. It's a Buffon. That's correct. Yeah. Thank it's you. A, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that original costume is something. Why did they use that for the movies? 
Anyway. So, Symbiote Spider-Man, Alien Reality, number three. The zero is from another reality. That's not there. Because zero is, yep. means nothing, so that's not even there. There you go. Uh, written by Peter David, penciled by Greg Land, inks by Dayliston. This was a fun book. I liked the twist at the end. I liked how they dropped a couple subtle hints that uh, Hobgoblin was no longer the Sorcerer Supreme, but Peter Parker was just like, I've been training for a year for this crap. It's finally going to be over. Oh, wait. <laughs> and then it's Mordo who just owns them. And then they're betrayed by Black Cat. So, I really like this book. It was fun. I'm going to give it four stars! <laughs> four stars, four stars, four stars. Four. You, know, you you can manually play it, you know. I don't have my thing up right now. Oh. It's your thing that's going right now. I know. I, I know. we were double posting the uh, Streamlabs. Yeah, I don't have it up. I don't have it. I don't have it. Oh, who up. has it up then? I don't know. I, I use the new Streamlabs now. Oh, because I took turned mine off because I saw Streamlabs stuff going up. I okay. thought you had yours on. Nope. That must be why the Ravenslayer thing didn't work. Are they? Could sorry, that the Battle of Hearts yep. four stars didn't work. Yep. Streamlabs has gone rampant. It's gained sentience. It's working on its own now. <laughs> it's just true. It's true. I don't. Yeah, I don't have the regular chatbot open. I don't have it open. I don't have it run in the background. Nothing. Well, how are you? Oh, well, I guess maybe I can I'm, I'm doing the I'm doing the giveaway by uh, by going to the Streamlabs website. Weird. Very weird. All right, let's see if I can run the thing then. All right, so everyone, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us for this. We hope you enjoyed this review. What are your thoughts on this segment? What do you think your thoughts on Symbio Spider-Man and Reality Number 3? Is there a book or series you would like me to review? Uh, do you think the series is dumb? It's not. It's fun. It has some nice twists. It has some good character development. It has some nice, interesting takes on characters. So, if you like these reviews, be sure to like or share. Tell your buddies. Tell your friends. It really helps the channel. And if you don't want to help your buddies and friends to have a better time, what kind of friend are you? Monster. Indeed. Look in the mirror, my friend. The real monster was you the whole time. Unless you like, share, and subscribe to Legion of Myth, Anime, Comics, and Games. Be a Legionnaire! Yes, Garthos comic poll. Everything falls to entropy. As does Black Cat number nine. Trust me, that's a lead in. Okay, got it. I'm the monster under your bed. Says Ray. Well, he says bed, but. Anyway, Black Cat number nine, written by Jed McKay. Art by Chris Anka. What if they relate to Brian Anka? <laughs> Paul Anka. That's what I'm thinking. Paul Anka. There you go. I own a Paul Inca album. He does covers of other songs. Like, he has a great cover of uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Come really? grab your guns. It's hilarious. Anyway, publication date, 5 February 2020. Black Cat says I brought too many skis. Look, there's a silhouette <laughs> behind her. Oh, I see. I see what they did there. That's right. Remember, every series before issue 12 has to have a guest star of either Wolverine or Spider-Man. And she already had Spider-Man because she's a Spider-Man character, so that doesn't really count. So yep. issue nine, the, the character clause had to be brought in. If it was in the 90s, Punisher is also on the list. But yeah, that, that's over. <laughs> Black Cat, number nine. All right, so this takes our buddy Felicia Hardy, the Black Cat. Uh, after her current scoring to the Thieves Guild, things are way too hot in New York. 
And so she's been sent to... Oh, yeah, Deadpool has replaced Punisher now. Thanks, Ravenslayer. So before issue 12, either a Spider-Man, Wolverine, or Deadpool has to guest star in your comic. That's just... It's it's in their contracts. They, they That's just how it is. So... New York's too hot. What? They got to get out. Too much people. Too many people looking for them. Got to let it die down. And they're not running, but they have an admission to undertake. And this time they're going to go to Madripoor, because they're looking for another obscure painting by an obscure artist who is also really into the occult. And this person also, in their paintings, hidden in there is the occult key to access the magical dimension where the thieves guild keeps their vaults. So if you could decode that, you could just use the magic incantation, use any doorway to open their vault and walk on in and steal all their stuff. Great. So after getting the mission, uh, it's giving basically, as they're, I, it's the flashback to her getting the mission also seeing what they're doing in the first show from Madripoor. They're drinking, they're at the beach, they're watching underground beetle fighting. Uh, so eventually she figures, they figure out through their information network that the artwork was won in a Pygal game a few years ago by a man named only as, known only as Patch. There's no pictures of him. He has a permanent residence. So it's first them tracking down Mr. Patch. They finally get a clue as to where the guy's, that the guy owns a bar. And when they built it, they built a hidden room in the bottom. So when they get there, the place is completely empty. And Black Cat's like, ah, hell. Because she, she's just always like, well, I should have expected this would lead to nothing. You know, it's like she's been the guy told the story who's part of the construction crew just drinks off that story talking about how he built this hidden room. You know, there's nothing in it. Patch, you mean Wolverine's alias? Indeed I do, Raven's Lair, because walking down the stairs is Wolverine in his patch outfit, which is white suit jacket, black suit bottom, eye patch. Who would guess it's Wolverine? He has an eye patch. Wolverine doesn't have an eye patch. Yeah. Obviously, somebody else. The uh, and basically the conversation goes something like, "Felicia, why are you here? Do you really want me to cut you?" He's like, "No, no, no. You can cut other people. I'm. I didn't steal your stuff. I just wanted one thing to steal. All your stuff is gone, and all stuff in there's a card from a moving company. That's all the stuff, this vast room. And the card from the moving company is from... Gal Moving Company from Kilgore, uh, Division of Kilgore Arms. Cade Kilgore is a kid who's kind of like a nemesis of Patch. Okay. And basically, he just stole the stuff, and a person left the card to show, ha-ha, screw you. So, Quite for me. Right. So Fleece is like, okay, Logan, baby. I want that painting, and I'm getting that painting, and we're going to go get it. We're going to team up on this. He's like, you got a plan? Oh, I've always got a plan. So, come on, you're going to buy me a dress. So they team up, because that's what you do. Uh, they go into uh, one of Kilga- uh, Kilgore's casinos, right? And she has a nice little monologue, internal monologue, about how casinos work. How it's all about odds and chance, but in the end, the house always wins. So you can't really win in a casino. Some people win, but more people are going to lose. And they have everything mathematically deduced, so they're always going to come out ahead. However, she has luck powers. 
entropy control powers. That, that's where the entropy quote comes back in. It's not necessarily just causing people bad luck and herself good luck. It actually makes luck swing. And so all around her, people start hitting massive jackpots and losing huge on these tables. Like keeps coming like craps over and over again. And she just has to sit there at the at one of the tables and all around her. And the longer she stays, the more the casino starts devolving into chaos as things that should not be happening keep happening. As the games of chance just start going off the scale. Eventually, you know, a, a big man in a suit comes up and uh, it's like, uh, excuse me, miss. Uh, we're going to have to ask you to leave. And Patch just grabs my shoulders like, you don't want to lose that hand. And she's like, you have to. He's like, uh. She's like, just tell your boss we want to talk to him. Tell him that we talk or I sit here all night and the odds get even weirder. Giant bouncer man pauses for a moment. And the next scene, they're up the stairs talking with Cade Kilgore. Who immediately starts taunting Wolverine. Like, ah, hey, you find if I took your stuff. Hey, let me open it. I give you my opening move of my devious plan to annoy you, and you just come straight into my door. That's that's what that's it. He's like, like you, he's like, you little son of a. He's like, oh, oh, let me let me do this. It's like, hey, Wolverine, who's this? Who's this chick with you? Usually you're into redheads. Fair. He's like, you start this war, kid. You was like, ah, whatever. I'll do whatever I want. You can't touch me. Blah blah blah. Typical young bad guy stuff. Yeah, he doesn't get it that if you push Wolverine far enough, he doesn't care anymore. Yeah, he will kill you. He doesn't yeah, care. Yeah, he will, will die. Doesn't care. Uh, he Wolverine does mention that he is operating under the uh, Krakoa rules that he's not allowed to kill any humans unless he's on Krakoa business. So he will not. It's like, all right, fair enough. Okay. Is this the guy uh, twerp version of the Hellfire Club? Yes, it is, Mar Hawkman. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Exactly. So, what's funny is after he gives this huge monologue, Black Cat's like, oh, A++ plus plus monologue, kid. You're an early bloomer. We get it. Like, you like magic? You like, you boys like, little boys like magic, right? Classic stuff. You know, like, uh, I show you one hand, we should be looking at the other one. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, now I know exactly where all the stuff is. Because he's actually gloating over the stuff you stole. It's like mm-hmm. right in front of him. Now I know exactly where your defenses are, where your stuff is, and where everything is. I can take whatever I want now. I'm the black cat. By the way, you know, super thief extraordinaire. He's like, well, you'll never. She's like, Alicadabra! And she throws out a grappling, little grappling hook, one of her cat claws, which grabs this p- pretentious sunglasses off the kid's face, and then they leap out the window. Where she used the grappling hook to just sit low their fall. To which, to which Wolverine says, I don't like your plans! <laughs> She's like, yeah, no one does. Meanwhile, little Kate Hewler's like, get them, sir. Those sunglasses are bleeding edge tech. They're the interface to all my corporate accounts. Oops. I want them back. So, Wolverine, Black Cat, get them. And, and kill the girl. Kill Wolverine as much as you can. And get those movers to move my stuff to a secure location. Get everybody have. Give them anything they want. Just, just get them. And that's where it ends. With a teaser for, uh, them team me up again, Wolverine and Black Cat next issue. So it, that was a fun issue. Uh, I like how they talked about Black Cat's uh, luck powers and how they actually can make things a lot, lot worse as they as you let them affect you. Uh, I thought it was an interesting way to show them in the casino. 
It also goes to the question, like, why did this black cat just walk to the casino and win a billion dollars? Well, she doesn't want a billion dollars. She wants to steal stuff. You know, it's kind of like when Spider-Man was right with Sauron. When Sauron was turning people to dinosaurs, and Spider-Man said, Why are you doing this? Why are you turning people to dinosaurs? With your tech, you could cure cancer. And Sauron says, But I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. Uh, Mark says the coolest uh, of the Hellfire twerks is Willow Hammy Kingston, preteen daughter with the lightsaber and a gun that fires brain slugs. Ew. It's actually fast enough for real fights uh, versus someone like Wolverine. Still a kid, though. It's not very tough. They actually went their her original abilities. Oh, cool. So, yeah. K, so, K. Kill was really interested in this book. He was fun to see. Um, I liked how Wolverine wasn't an idiot in this book, but he also wasn't gur gur snarl snarl snick snick yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a... This series has been fun to read. I enjoyed it. It moved nicely to where it needed to go. Uh, it felt like watching an action movie, which is exactly what they were going for. If this was a movie, I would have loved to have watched it. Um, especially with, depends how the conclusion goes, of course. Because this would work as the first half of a, first act of a movie, easily. So, uh, yeah, lots of fun. Really love this book. The art's really strong. Uh, I don't love it as much as the normal artist, but... Uh, the artist for this issue, the special guest for this issue, and the next, uh, actually three issues, they said. Uh, Chris Anka uh, does a real strong job. I really, really, really like this issue, as you could tell. It was a good week for books for Garthon, which yeah. Garthon needed. Four and a half stars. Black wow. Cat number nine. I really like this more than I, I thought guessed. I would. Yeah. It wow. was fun. It was interesting. It rolled like an action movie. I, well, like a spy action movie. I would have loved to have seen this in the theaters. This is great. Um, so yeah, fantastic book. Black Cat is still, to me, it's the best book I read consistently. So I don't know what that says about me necessarily or the comics industry at large, but Black Cat number nine, fantastic book. You should read that. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Black Cat number nine? Was it good? It's good. Trust me. And you should like it. Maybe it's not as good as I think it is, but it's a fantastic book. Is there a comic book or series you would like me to review? If that answer has anything to do with uh, wearing Andorra, then you're wrong. That book is bad. And you should feel bad for telling me to look at it. <laughs> if you like these reviews, be sure to like and share this video with your comic book friends. It really, really helps the channel and your soul. I have it on good authority that watching this will actually help your soul. Either by giving you joy or by helping cleanse you of your sin through torment. So just let your friends know. You're trying to save them by recommending Garthos Comic Ball and Legion Myth. Subscribe to Legion Myth, anime, comics, and games, and be a Legionnaire. It is now time to pick a winner. Yes. We'll give people about 10 more seconds. 10 more seconds. Exclamation point unexplored to enter. And you two can win. A beautiful Steam game. If you're, if you're just joining us right now, then uh, hit the follow button. Wait three seconds, and then type in exclamation point unexplored. Don't just say JJ Ayers Wolverine has an eye patch and a peg leg. Ah, and skip down child support payments. There it is. There it is. <sighs> this is a '90s montage. It kind of is Raven Slayer. It really is, but it works really well. If um, you pick up another Nundora comic, you'd be committed. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that was the whole series. I don't think there's any more. Oh, God. It was that bad. It was Oof. bad on every level. Uh, 
Whereas they actually go back to original builds. Yeah, that is Black Cat's kind of original. Well, if I recall correctly with Black Cat, originally, originally, she didn't have power. She would just set things up in her favor. So mm-hmm. it would look like she did. Then they said, oh, no, wait, she actually does have luck manipulating powers. And that's kind of how it was. Like, she couldn't control it. It would just cause swings of luck. But she would always yeah. try to make sure they went in her favor. Okay. Right. Balance well, up a gun to close it with sent a better pack of lunch and dinner and a few dozen of them. <laughs> uh, all right. All Star Trek's right. got up. the Warrior Done thing done much better. True. That's true. They do. Well, the original Warrior Done comics were way better than Dora. The Ariola yeah. comics were fun and interesting. Fair. And 20 years ago. All right, let's close these entries. Close the entries. Let's pick a winner. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Guess. I'm guessing Baldahar. Odds are. Odds are that's going to be Baldahar. Let's find out. Pax, Pax Federica. Congratulations. You've won. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, we said the same things. How do you know? Well, it, was it, wasn't, it wasn't me. This Baldahar. <laughs> Uh, so hope you enjoy Unexplored. It looks like a really fun game. Let us know. Let us know. Because some of these we've played and some we haven't. That looks really fun. Okay, let me get your email. There it is. Let me let me do this first. Gotta tell Max. I am letting yeah. you do that first. Thank you. Two for T and T. For two. For two. T for me. And T for you. Alright, I'm ready. Alright. Oh man, I made the thing pop up. Alright, shh. Shh. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the RNG, the random number generator, where we at the Legion of Myth talk about random things happening today. And today, what are we gonna talk about, Heathen Dog? Today. We're going to talk about a phenomenon that happens to a lot of people, us included, that uh, you're on YouTube, you start watching stuff, and suddenly you find yourself watching something that you would have never chosen in your life, and you like it, and you end up watching more of it. And by the end of the hour or two, you realize you've gone through an entire playlist, and you have no idea why. This is the YouTube rabbit hole, and you've gone down it. We've done it too, and we're going to talk about our personal rabbit hole. I could have had a better... Oh, man, I'm thinking of better intros thanks to you. Now it's like, imagine if you will. <laughs> sitting in front That's of true. your television, going down the rabbit hole, or has the rabbit hole become you? Anyway, so let's talk about rabbit holes first. What do you got, heathen dog? All right, I have no idea why, but my personal shame is uh, DIY solar installation videos. I have absolutely no desire... To make a solar system none i have no desire at all i i live in southern michigan it's it's cloudy most of the time it'll be worthless absolutely worthless the and the, the channels that i watched the the production value is is not that great and the presenters are not super charismatic so why am i hooked on these things i don't know now to be fair it's the science i'm blinded by the science because all 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 of the science is good the installation is the installation guides are precise, uh, especially uh, Will Will Pros the the first one right here. He gives uh, he gives precise numbers for everything, reasons behind it, options, and what's best for him and probably what's best for you. And th- but the second one, Explorist Life, 
they only do solar renovations on RVs and vans. I don't have an RV or a van. I'm never gonna have an RV. But still, it's I'm still drawn to it. I don't know why. And what the big question on why is Tin Hat Ranch. Tinfoil Hat is not kidding. This this guy is a government conspiracist type survivalist prepper type dude ideologically if we were in a bar we start drinking together we would get into a fight okay we are that different but i don't know why i i watch it but i do and i've learned things i did not know that your regular lead acid car battery when being charged emits hydrogen gas as a byproduct you didn't know that i didn't know that oh i didn't know that and i i also did not know that uh, 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 a, uh, a regular car battery, you cannot uh, go below 50% charge on it without possibly damaging it forever. I thought it was much higher than that. I thought it was, I thought it was much more you could go. I thought it was like 20%. But really, that, that's a lithium battery. You can go, you can go down to 20 or 25% and, and it'll be fine. I did not know that. I was like, wow. I didn't know that. And these are, th- I did not know these things because they never have come up in my life. That, those are part of my job. Okay. Well, it's part of your job. But <laughs> so I knew those they, things. It doesn't come up in my life because I don't, well, I I don't have it. a job that does that. Exactly. But now I know these things and I can't unknow it. I can't. I also know that, uh, that if you use reflectors on a solar panel, you can increase the voltage put out by that panel, but the added heat will degradate it over time not only over the short term when it gets hotter it it does you know become less efficient but over time of the life of the solar panel normally a solar panel will last 20 25 years under you know that's its warranty but if you use reflectors on it the heat will take that down to five or ten i didn't know that i'm never going to use that information or you might I don't see I don't see how I mean if if uh, if the apocalypse happened tomorrow and I, I, I came across a warehouse full of uh, full of uh, uh, solar installation equipment I could build you know what you're doing I could build a solar power generator I could do that that's pretty cool the odds of this happening are very slim like I, I know the difference between an MPPT and and a, a PWM device i do it's never gonna help me (laughs) it's it's not gonna help me in real life it's not gonna help me in any future iteration of my life but i'm hooked on them i'm probably gonna watch another one after the show that's probably gonna happen (laughs) it's sad but it's probably gonna happen so enough about my shame i like my shame you like my shame okay well what about you garthon what rabbit hole have you found yourself recently i have fallen into pbs eons um it's mainly about prehistory and dinosaurs i'm over dinosaurs at least i thought i was <clears throat> i mean when i was eight like all well most little boys like oh dinosaurs oh, yeah dinosaurs are awesome yeah yeah but ps eons did short things five maybe ten minutes long and very nearly folks a lot of times dunk says it's my next one yeah duncan you would love these and each time they'll pick a topic which is pretty interesting like i threw a few up there uh like how sloths went from seas to trees i was like I never knew sloths were aquatic. And apparently they were. <laughs> also, it's just like, what color were dinosaurs? Like, well, how do you know that? And they have a whole episode of how they've actually been able to find chromatophores left over and fossilized dinosaur skin. And they were to reconstruct them to the way they could tell what color these freaking things were. 
Wow. Not all dinosaurs. There's some. There's too degraded, but some they actually sort of re-piece together. Like the one they show in the picture, they that's how they don't have like a striped tail like a lemur, because they were able to find the chromatophores that were in the feathers that were on his tail. Hmm. Um, also, sometimes they go a little fanciful, like were monsters fired by fossils, the cyclops with a mammoth fossil, you know, and the science behind them is always really solid because these are actually people who are paleontologists giving these short little speeches. Uh, and the graphics are always really nice. It doesn't go too deep into things where you start getting lost in the woods, but it gives you just information where you feel a little smarter for watching it. You've learned some real science, and five minutes later, boom, you're out. Okay. Well, I got a question. Uh, what what level of science are we talking about? Elementary, middle school, high school, college? What depends on the video, but generally it's like high school level. They're not going to go okay. too deep into like, this is the recombinant DNA pattern that was used for. They, that's like, oh, that's too deep. We're not messing with that. Fair. But they will Fair. talk about like how certain teeth are made for certain kind of creatures or how they buy this, by the wear of this teeth, we could tell that it ate leaves and not grass and that kind of thing. Uh, Marco said they noticed floss actually swim a lot. Yes, they do because they were aquatic. So it's the same level as ACE's public science education. Yeah, yeah, Duncan, exactly. But it's really fun. The presenters. They have, they have there are multiple presenters. Uh, usually, it's a solo person doing a video, but they have like three or, f- or four different people. You'll find people you like more than others. Like, there's one guy I think is I don't like him very much. For some stuff about him bugs me, but the other two I like a lot. Not that he's bad at what he does. I'm just like I just think that guy's a d bag. Something yeah, about him personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, I think that one of them is kind of douchebaggy. I, I can't put my finger on it. But he seems like real, like, you know, douchebaggy. But the other two don't. I'm not going to say which one. So you can, whatever one you watch and you think is, a, is it, I'm going to say, yeah, one. that one. <laughs> but in general, uh, these are really fun to watch. It's all prehistoric stuff, but it, they'll cover, like, real, sometimes they'll go really super early stuff. Like, to, there was a point where the seas were all purple. And like I was like, wait, what? And I watched a video about that. And that's like before there were any complex, well, before any vertebrates even, before mm-hmm. bugs to a point. And it actually goes to explain like why are all the trees green and not purple? And like why does chlorophyll green when actually there's – it's more efficient to be purple if you're absorbing light. And they go into how prehistory there was all this purple algae which choked out the oceans and the green stuff evolved because – all the purple light was being absorbed. So if you get the other side of the spectrum, there was room there. And then when nasty stuff happened, all the purple stuff died off and the green stuff took over. Hmm. So it's like, oh, that's crazy. But there's proof for it happening. So they'll go that far back in time. And then there'll be stuff like really recently with like uh, bear dogs and extinct woolly mammoths, you know. So millions of years of time they span, all sorts of stuff. And it's always presented in a way that's informative and fun. Uh, without talking down to the audience. And I just, you could sit back and I'll be like, oh, I'll just watch one more. And then like two hours ago, I'm like, oh, crap, I should be sleeping. I know. Marhawks is actually four colors of chlorophyll. Yeah, they go into that. Also, like, they go into, like, how different shapes of hearts, different types of blood works, all sorts of stuff. Real crazy stuff. So, yeah, it's it's been neat to, to watch this stuff and just... It's kind of like, you know, falling into an accident. If something came across as a recommendation once, it was like, yeah, I guess I'll watch it. Next thing I know, I'll watch a bunch of them. 
Because generally I watch videos about like video games and computers and stuff. And uh, it said, you want to see a dinosaur? I'm like, all right, yeah, why not? I guess I'll look at a dinosaur. Next thing yeah. you know, uh, I'm, you know, 30 dinosaurs deep. You need to change. Yeah, you need to change a pace occasionally. That's what this does. And it, like I said, it doesn't concentrate just on, like, it's not all Tyrannosaurus Rex era videos. It's mm-hmm. the whole span of history. So it's been really fun. And that's where I've been. That's my rabbit hole. PBS Eons. They also have PBS Space Time. That's good, Ooh. too. That that one gets the science level of, P, of uh, PBS Space Time. That's college level. <laughs> okay. That one's fun, but it, sometimes I start going, wait, wait, that's a little way more, in the weeds. A little yeah. in the weeds there. I'm an armchair physicist, but my armchair doesn't go that far sometimes. Duncan does paleo stuff on a daily basis for on YouTube watches computers and open wheel racing. Yeah, IndyCar. Yeah. All right. But that's the we, the rabbit holes we've fallen into. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoy it. We we're not calling them recommendations. No. I, I, I can't call it a recommendation. I mean, I can't even recommend it to myself. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just in the hole. I can't get out. I will say mine's a little, mine's better than yours. Yeah, yeah, yours has actual value. Well, yours I has mean, value if you want to build a solar system. Yeah, yeah, but you know, yours has value if you're talking to a kid and and you're you have a you have a long silence and you you know it's gonna be five more minutes till till their mom comes back and you you, you don't want this dinosaurs? kid to start crying. You can talk about dinosaurs, or you can talk <laughs> with Duncan about dinosaurs. You know, well, that's Duncan true. Idaho likes dinosaurs. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Duncan would also recommend uh, Lady Beige as the history professor. Oh, that could be cool. But yeah, so yeah, but yeah, solar systems. Good stuff. That's funny. All right. Thank you everyone for watching. Thank you so much. Marhawk is still talking about chlorophyll. Thank you, Marhawk. <laughs> it's an interesting subject. It is, damn it. All right. What do you think of the same? Do you have a YouTube rabbit hole that you've fallen into? If you have, let us know. Put it in the comments. We're, we might fall into the same hole. We're always curious. You never know what's going to tickle your fancy. If you like these random segments, you're likely to share with your fellow nerds because sharing is caring. Subscribe to Legion Myth for anime, comics, and games. Thank you, everyone. Be a Legionnaire. And now, my friends, we have come to that special time. All right, everyone. Remember, Twisted Fairy 2020 at 8 p.m. Central. Start spreading the news because we're back on the Legion Myth live stream next week. We're talking about anime comic game reviews, twitchtv.com slash Legion of Myth. YouTube.com slash Legion Myth. Segments, hit the dog will review Sekirei, the anime. <laughs> I will? Okay. <laughs> Garthon talks about Batman. And we'll Most have likely. an RNG about video games. There you go. We'll Deadly be- Power of Monsters. Oh my god. Is is this the one that Max Yao actually streamed a couple years ago? I don't know, but I love that cover. That is a good one. That's very Forbidden Planet. It's an action, adventure, sci-fi, comedy, and it's very positive. So that does sound really good. Mm-hmm. Streaming schedule, Sunday. That's tomorrow, 9 p.m. Central Time. Lunar Silver Star Story with Garthon. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 11 a.m. Seven days to die. Monday night is to be decided. For Heathen Dog. Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Leads with Team Up, Garthon, Heathen Dog, Imperial Galaxy Survival. PvP on the private server. Join us, and we will PvP you. Saturday at 8 p.m. Legion's Weekly live stream. Oh, look, there's a black cat picture there. That's right. (laughs) 
I like that series too much. And also, Heat the Dog, Legion with weekly live stream. Be there. You should be there. We're having fun. Stream schedule for Legion with 2, the Deuce, 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 Wednesday, Friday, noon. Legend of Heroes Trails the Sky as, Gar as Max Leo goes into his year of the JRPG. At Thursday at 11 a.m., Max and Nero team up in Portal Knights. Twitch, YouTube, social media, twitch.tv slash is the prime channel where we have our weekly live stream. Key the Dog Seo, Scarthon's Retro Game Reviews. Legion with 2 is the deuce, the second challenge. Max Leo's Heroes of the JRPG, Nero's Variety Streams, and every thousand bits that are donated during the stream is a giveaway for a game. YouTube. Slash Legion with individual Legion with weekly segments, highlight video game streams, and recorded tabletop RPG videos. Twitter, tweet at Legion with for our video and live stream announcements and giveaway updates. And join our Discord channel to chat with us, be the first to know stuff, have some fun. We have good times in the Legion with Discord. You should be there with us having a good That's time. Right. And don't forget to yeah. get our gear at shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth. Impress your friends, intimidate your enemies, and find love with your Legion of Gear. Thanks to all of our Twitch supporters, our Patreon supporters. We really do appreciate it. It's your insanity that helps our insanity keep going as we go into an endless loop of nutitude. <laughs> the, the freaks come out at night. Here is the least with live stream. The freaks come <laughs> out at night. The freaks come out at night. Who did that song? I, I'm betting that was their only hit. I don't think Prince did the freaks come out at night. The night time is the night time. That's good. The night time is the night time. Let's look that one. Who did The Freaks Come Out at Night? Uh, the Freaks? Hey, look at that. Just had to type in The Freak, and it's the first choice. <laughs> of course. That's from Houdini. With a W. W-H-O-Dini. Oh, they tried to do a Beatles thing, and it didn't work out for them, I guess. I don't know. It works for me. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Remember, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy, and have a great diurnal anomaly.